on this episode of Buena Vista and Main Street. Mosey on over and take a few shots at the... Okay, that was a terrible accent, but... It's every third... Doohickeys and what's-its. Galore. Victorian stilettos. That's totally a different thing! Keep your arms and legs inside the ride vehicle, and here we go! Good afternoon, good evening, good day. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I hope you're all doing well in your respective places. Wearing a mask or without, depending on where you are. In your Disney World, you're not wearing one. Anywhere. Or Disneyland. Seems weird. Yes. Welcome back. It could be a Mickey Mouse mask. That would be exciting. Yeah. Today, we are continuing our magical journey around the Magic Kingdoms, being Disneyland and Disney World. Um, We are now stopping off in kind of a two-parter area. It's bigger in one park than the other, which is Frontierland and Liberty Square. So Liberty Square is only... It's only at Magic Kingdom and Disney World. Um, It's the only one in any of the Disney theme parks. Yes. Nowhere else has Liberty Square. Yay, America. It's what they're saying, really. It's all America. Woohoo! It's America. (laughs) Yes. So we'll. (laughs) We'll Yay, America! (laughs) All hail the chief. I don't know if they actually play that song. They must. Somewhere in Liberty Square, they must play that song. You should go find it. I think that's an easy uh, find, really. Me too, actually. (laughs) We just haven't talked about what's there yet. So, yeah. Yeah. It's no spoilers, no spoilers. Um, so first, I think we'll start with Frontierland, because it's the one that's the same in both parks. We'll end talking a little bit more about Liberty Square, because when you're walking to the left, like we talked about from the hub and spoke or wheel and spoke, um, and we had Adventureland and that Critter Country and that New Orleans area that's in Disneyland, you come to Frontierland and the same thing, except you don't have New Orleans or Carter Country, you just go to Frontierland after Adventureland. So that kind of fits together in both parks. Plus there's a lot of similarities between the two when we talk about Frontierland and some differences as well, right? Yes. Uh, Like I was going to say, Frontierland in Disneyland is smaller for sure than Disney World. Mostly because I feel like they kind of just squeezed it in. Yeah. And also because then they've squeezed other things in around Frontierland. So it is what it is. Yeah, Frontierland and Disneyland has gotten smaller, I feel. Like physically smaller too because of um, behind Frontierland is now Galaxy's Edge which isn't in Magic Kingdom. It's in a whole different park. So that's we're not going to be probably touching on that at all because it's not in both the same parks. And also that one will need its own episode or two. Yeah, I think we'll finish off doing that one. Or two. Or four. Or five. 
We love Galaxy's Edge, if you haven't understood by this yet. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of why Disneyland, it's a little bit smaller in space. In yeah. some ways. Yeah. And the rides and uh, attractions are in different places. So an attraction is somewhere in one place. It's not in the other in the other place. Speaking of that, I'll start off with Magic Kingdom a little bit. Because right from where you would go towards Critter Country in Disneyland, it's kind of where you go in Magic Kingdom. Um, continue that way after that Adventureland. And that is where you run into both kind of big attractions in Frontierland at, at Magic Kingdom, which is Splash Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain. So we did talk about Splash Mountain in Disneyland last episode, um, being a log-type ride with um, some history from Disney's past that's not so great, but it is an attraction that's still there. And so you have that in Magic Kingdom. It's just in Frontierland, which is right next door to Big Thunder Mountain. I feel like Splash Mountain in Disney World kind of fits in really good in Frontierland, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. Um, whereas in Disneyland, they were like, well, we want to put a Splash Mountain. We have critters in Splash Mountain, so I guess we'll put it in Critter count- Country, but it's like not... It kind of felt like it was an afterthought. Anyways, it just fits really good in Frontierland. That's all I was going to say. I agree with that statement. That it fits really well. Like the theming. The theming mm-hmm. is the same in both. It's not like there's a big uh, thematical difference. Which there is in like Haunted Mansion. Which we'll talk about tonight. Between the two Haunted Mansions. There's a big thematical difference between the two. Um, and the, with the way they look like. And different things as well. So because where they're located they look different um we used to call this the wash and dry cycle so you would go on splash mountain and you can get wet and then you go on big thunder mountain which is a run- runaway railroad roller coaster and that's your dry cycle so we used to call it the the, the wash dry or the spin that, the wash that and spin sense. cycle it, it totally makes sense and you would do it in that order for that reason, if you were going to do both. So there's my little funny thing, because they're right beside each other. So cue lines the same. I was going to say in Splash Mountain both. The theming, everything else is a little same. Uh, Splash Mountain in Magic Kingdom is a little bit longer. So it has a few more drops indoors than it does at Disneyland, I find. I like to have people on Splash Mountain and freak them out when... They don't never been on before and say, oh, here it comes. And it's not the drop. And then they freak out. It's lots of fun. Don't worry, guys. You'll know when the drop happens. It's not like a surprise. They give you a little hang time right at the top. So you'll know when that's the one. Yes. Um, And then, yes. And then Big Thunder Mountain, which in Disneyland is not by Splash Mountain at all. No. So in the boat, in both Frontierlands, in Disneyland and Disney World, there's a big uh, Rivers of America in the middle of it. So a big water feature. Big Thunder Mountain on Disneyland is kind of on the other side of the water feature from Splash Mountain. You have to walk all the way around 
there's no way to cut across the water to get there quicker. Even if you're like, hey, we're at the end of Critter Country and we want to go on Big Thundy, you can't just walk through the water. You actually have to go around the outside of the rivers of America. So you get really used to walking that a lot. Yeah, you get used to it. Um, Big Thunder Mountain, big fans of it in our households as well. Um, it's great for the whole family. Mm-hmm. I, you get really, if you're a kid, you get really good airtime because the bar does not go down all the way. So just so you know, like the first time my daughter rode Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, we call it Big Thundy, by the way, because it's just way too long of a name. So Big Thundy, uh, the first time she rode it, um, with Aiden. I think they wrote it together. That was the first time. Or was it with Jonathan? It doesn't matter. Anyways, wherever the lap... Oh, no. Never mind. It was with Jenny. Um, the lap bar didn't go down far enough for Emma because obviously she's she was like a little kid. So the bar only goes down as far as the bigger person that you're riding with. So every time she went on it with one of us, she would get like airtime like on some of the drops and stuff which she loved by the way so um i the first time i was like she she comes off and she's like i got so much air and i was like ah but she loves it so um i think that's one of the things that the kids all love actually yeah because it's just a lap bar type of system it is wheelchair accessible if you can transport from one to the other Mm mm-hmm this is Jen just thinking. Thinking moment. Disneyland has stairs involved in the queue line. That is why I mention it. Disney World does not, but it's. But I can't remember if when you get off their stairs. I know there's ramps going down. Jen's gonna. It is. It is wheelchair. You have to transfer. So it could have stairs. I do not remember um, whether or not coming off because I haven't been to. Magic Kingdom with my accessibility needs at this point, so I don't remember that. But if sh- it, again, it's a transfer as long as you can transfer out of a chair to get onto it, you're fine as well with it. Just so you're aware. Yeah, riding at the back is my favorite. So if you can ask for a back seat, it gets faster because the train is so long. Um, they really want to get as many people on as possible because they usually have three. I think three trains running two to three trains yeah two to three depending on how busy it is so they really want to pack any there's two per seat uh per car across and then they try to fill up as many so they put as many cars on as they possibly can the maximum that they're allowed um so it gets really fast if you're sitting at the back if you're sitting at the front um let's say you don't really enjoy roller coasters and you don't want to go really fast sit at the front no one ever wants to sit there because it's very slow because it just takes a long time for like the brakes to let go when you're going down a hill and stuff so if you don't want to go fast sit at the front if you want to go really fast the back is totally the way to go it just pulls you it's a great time at the back i love the back it's always my favorite if i can get it um accessibility they usually put you on in the middle because it's the easiest way but totally middle's fine it's a great ride no matter where you are. Um, and it's just the fastest ride in the wilderness, as they say. And so it's a great time. We have ridden it with people that don't like roller coasters. 
I know there's people that may are listening to this and they're like, ah, I don't like a roller coaster. Get on it and just do it. You'll love it. It's not like it's not like a roller coaster roller coaster. It's like it's a Disney roller coaster. Exactly. There's no big giant drop. There's no loop-de-loop circles. You're never going upside down. No. You're just going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, we took our my mom's best friend on it, and she didn't like roller coasters. And she, I think we rode it, like, a lot. We she did, yeah. After she's like, I never would have ridden that before. We're like... We don't get the answer. We don't give people options sometimes when we ride stuff. We just said you're going to ride it and they can love it or hate it. But we always kind of say you got to give it a chance. Yeah, at least try riding things once, I feel. And then if you don't really like it, like some of us don't like Guardians, for example, like I'm never going to ride Guardians again. But I tried it once and I died. So... Guardians of the Galaxy or Tower of Terror, the same ride vehicles yeah. on both things. So, so I'm never or- going to ride Tower of Terror either. Just FYI, in case anyone's thinking they can, in case any of my family is listening, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Just we say everything once. It's a different theme. It's not the same ride. Yeah, I know. I try every <laughs> it's time. It's not going to happen. Um. So yeah. So just try it, and I'm like. It's the first kind of real big roller coaster we have at this side of the park. So highly recommend it. And try the wash and dry cycle if you want. Yeah. Let us know if you do and uh, how it went if you got dry after. So my fun fact about Big Thundy, because I like to throw this fact out, is that they have done scientific research on Big Thunder Mountain that because of the way it rides whether or not it helps um, break down kidney stones. And the answer is yes, it does. So if you're a big kidney stone sufferer, maybe just some rides on Big Thunder Mountain might break down some of those kidney stones for you. It's better than some of the other remedies. So, you know. I always say, come on. If I ever ever have a kidney stone, I'm like, well, I just need to go back to Disney. It's been a while. So there you go. My big Thunder Mountain trivia of the day. Uh, also in Frontierland in Disney World is a ride that we did. Or it's not a ride. Um, it's, it's entertainment that we did talk about last week. Uh, Country Bear Jamboree. What can we say about Country Bear Jamboree? It's a good time. It's a good half an hour in the sh- air conditioning if you need it on a hot day. Um, It'll make you laugh. It will make you laugh. It is dated in the way that it's older. Um, some of the references are a little bit older, but it will make you laugh. If you can catch it and you don't have to wait, that's always the best time to catch it. But it's not a must-see attraction. No. It's kind of one of those things that um, last time we went to Disney, well, last time, the only time I've been to Disney World, um, and my husband and I had some time to kill. I don't know what we were doing. And I was like... He's like, what is Country Bear Jamboree? And I'm like, oh, we're going. And so I took him to it just because I wanted to put him through that once. And then the whole time he laughed hysterically, not necessarily at what they were, not necessarily at like the songs and everything, but more like, how did we get here? And how is this still a thing? So in that way, it's really, it's a great time. Um, And it was great to kill time. It's a beloved experience for uh, 
true Disney fans, those of you I know that listen, know what we're talking about when we say Country Bear Jamboree. If you have time, it's a great time. If someone likes to nap, it's also a great nap option. Okay? But how can you nap through it? Come on, she comes down and swing like, oh. Yes. It's very entertaining. They they have made it very entertaining. Yes, for sure. Um, just like we were talking about in Adventureland, New Orleans Square, when you're in Frontierland, you can tell you're in Frontierland. The buildings look different. Because we're talking Frontier, we're talking Western themed. So you've got a lot of more wood buildings. You have a lot of... Um, what am I talking about? Are you thinking of boardwalking? Like, that, is that what you're thinking of? Like yeah, in the frontier? Ins- okay. Also, hitching posts. They have a lot of hitching posts. You can tie up your horse. I mean, you don't have a horse. You could tie one up, though. They also have stocks in Disneyland, so you can put your kids in the stocks for a bit. That's in front. That's in Liberty Square, not really in Frontierland. In Disneyland, it's in Frontierland, yeah. Yes. Right yeah. by Ameri- Rivers of America. Because I have a picture of the kids in stocks, which was hilarious. Um, They both have shooting galleries. So if you really feel the need to practice shooting at an arcade, mosey on over and take a few shots at the... Okay, that was a terrible accent, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. They both have shooting galleries. Um, They have a lot of uh, gift shops with different Disney apparel that would be more Western themed. Not like we talked about Adventureland. They had Adventureland themed Hawaiian beachy stuff. This is more like you can find your cowboy type gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of Tex-Mex kind of stuff in Disneyland California. So more like Arizona-y kind of stuff that you might find. Um, if yes. you're looking, if you if you want some of that, this is a great place to look for it. A cowboy hat. Yeah. If you don't want Mickey ears and you're like, I'd really like a cowboy hat. This is the place. You're going to find it in Frontierland. That's right. Yes. And the look and the feel is more. And the music, you can well tell the music will change to be more Western. Like moseying all over with your cowboy boots and your chaps. Can you tell that we grew up in a western province and we know all yeah. of these things? Yeah, that we do. It's true. It's basically like being at home. If you catch uh, Frontierland at Magic Kingdom at the right time, I can't tell you what this time is, but there is a right time. Um, They do, and I've seen it once in my time at Disneyland is a literally random time. I can't even tell you what time it was. In the middle of the afternoon I want to say. They do a western hoedown flash mob. Sweet. I literally was looking at a hat trying on some ears. All of a sudden people started getting coming out from everywhere and, and started dancing. So it's kind of interesting for having this flash mob at random times i don't know if they're doing it as of covid but post covid they probably will so giving you that westerny entertainment there that you never thought you'd have um one of our favorite places to eat 
because we haven't talked about food yet. But one of our favorite places to eat for lunch, always lunch, um, in Disneyland uh, at Frontierland is the Golden Horseshoe. Um, you can catch a show while you're eating um, Billy and the Hillbillies. And that's a great time. And it's a quick service. So you can grab your food. And they have like a balcony seating uh, that's kind of bar style um, and with some tables as well. But there's also this bar that my kids like to sit at at the top there. And then there's also seats and I mean tables on the bottom floor, on the main floor. Um, You get better seating up above uh, just because you just do because you have short kids. So try to go upstairs if you can. Um, but it's a great place for lunch, especially if you need, if you want more than, you don't want to pay for a full table service meal, but you want to rest your feet and you want your kids to be entertained. Um, this is a great, we do it at least, I think we've done it once every time we've gone, except for this last time. I don't know how we missed it, but we did. So Jeff has never been, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we've gone for lunch and you just eat and relax and kind of zone out, but listen to all of the comedy and songs. And it's great. Highly recommend. Like a Vager vaude, not Vagerville, like a vaudeville <laughs> production. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a vaudeville production of entertainment, which yeah. is always interesting. So I love it. They do not have that at Disney world. So you cannot see that type of experience. Um, for our, my Disney World folks that are like, it's like Hoopty Doo Review. Yes, it's like Hoopty Doo Review, except Hoopty Doo Review is a dinner show, uh, sit down concept. Not in Magic Kingdom. In I want to say Wilderness Lodge. It's not Wilderness Lodge. It's Fort Wilderness, the campground. They have this thing. None of my family have done it, so I have no idea what how it's similar. It is similar, but dissimilar because you. It's not extra to do it. You just buy food and sit there and eat. I don't even think you'd have to buy food to sit there and eat, but it's a great option if you're looking to get some air conditioning and some shade and some rest. Um, They do have a restaurant in the same location at Disney World. That's quick service. It's open for lunch. It's just food. It's nothing special, but it has that same feeling. The same vibe, yeah vibe but they just don't have a show which makes me sad every time i see it i'm like man disneyland it's up this but then disneyland has uh the country bears jamboree at disney world so you know just another type of rest right there exactly just without food i mean you know you can get food later line snacks (laughs) Um, I was also thinking today as I was uh, looking on on the website that we haven't actually talked about garbage cans, but within each different land, the garbage cans also change. So there are just, there are still garbage cans. Like they don't like magically appear to something else. They're still garbage cans. They're just painted to match the theme of wherever you're at. So if you ever forget where you are, you can just look at a garbage can and it'll remind you of which land you're in, which... I'm not going to lie. I may have done that once or twice. So when I first started going, because I was like, oh, I'm still over here because of the garbage can. Um, You can also find a garbage can. How many feet is it per garbage can? It's supposed to be every five feet. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't remember the actual rule. I think it's five feet. 
Oh, so that's just five it's feet just, small. Hold on, let me look. Yeah. But, um, the rule of them, whatever the the distance is, it's because they know that that's how many feet you can go before you need a garbage can. So let's say you're eating like a churro, for example. I'm saying churro because it's my favorite. And you're walking along and you're eating it. They know by this many feet from eating your churro, you will either need it at this place or at the next garbage can. So they're they're trying to stop you from throwing stuff on the ground. It's every third. Hold on. I, I can, <laughs> she was I she can... was really excited. She got it, and then she was like, "No, no, just kidding." I can remember like... his feet or meters. It's every thirty meters. Sorry, every thirty feet. I meant to say thirty feet. Yeah. So that's can. just. Because they know that you're going to need a garbage can. So Disney has outsmarted us and has put one every 30 feet. Um, If you do happen to see garbage on the ground, which good luck, that hardly ever happens. At Disneyland and Disney World, I'm not going to speak to other parks because I've been to one where I I have seen some things. Um, But Disneyland and Disney World, for sure, if you if there is garbage, it will not be there for long. They have people roaming about um, with uh, brooms collecting garbage all the time. So, um, yeah, the parks are very clean in that regard. Bend and scoop. That's all I'm going to say. The Disney scoop. <laughs> Just going to say yes. it. Disney scoop. Disney scoop. Because all cast members are supposed to, right? All cast members. All. Talking about line snacks, you mentioned that earlier. Those are snacks that are, as a family, will, if there's a long line, we'll grab a snack and stand in it and eat it. So if it says it's 30 minutes, we're like, well, maybe we should get some churros because they're right here. And then we can eat churros while we stand in line. Or let's grab some Mickey Mouse premium ice cream bars and stand in line and eat those. We have never said let's grab a turkey leg. And stand in line and eat that, by the way. Just to set the record straight, never happened. But Frontierland is where you're going to find them if you want a turkey leg. This is true. That's where you're going to find your turkey legs. We have never said that, no. We're not turkey leg people. I'm sorry for all those turkey leg folks out there. You're not it. But you can if you would like to buy any giant turkey legs. They have to be at least three pounds each. Just to let you know. Moving on from that, um, in we may we mentioned great bodies of water in uh, Frontierlands, which is the rivers of America, and they both have boats on them. We kind of mentioned it last episode because we mentioned that. Did we mention the pirate ship? Yes, we did. We mentioned the pirate ship and the the paddle wheeler. Yeah, that's the one. I was making the sign, but no one can see that. So, you know, the boat that spins? The paddle wheeler. Um, so so the, both of them are on at Disneyland. Disney World, you're only going to find the paddle wheeler as an option. But it does do a nice little tour around the rivers of America. It gives you a little resty-resty for those tender tootsies, if you'd like to do that. I think we do that every once every other i don't think we do it every time again it's one of those ones if you can catch it at the right time to get on rather than waiting for it to come back because it's one boat at a time 
it can be a long wait. Um, so that's yes. one. There is another reason. So it's a it's a circle, and it goes around an island in the middle of the the rivers of America. That's why the rivers are not just like a pond. It's still really just a big lake with an island in the middle of a boat. Technicalities right there. Yeah, which is Tom Sawyer Island, which is the same in, same name in both islands, in both locations. You have to get on some sort of small raft to go across to it. There are lots of fun adventures. So if you have smaller children that need a break just to kind of run around and just be children. Tom's Hurry's Island is a great, a great break. Yeah. There's lots of interacting things too, and things to find. So, um, it's as close as you're going to get in my parenting mind to like a playground. (laughs) So if you're, if your kids are like, Oh, I really need a playground and need to run out some energy, that is like the best place to go. Um, and it's an island. So, I mean, we didn't let our kids run around necessarily by themselves, but we did like go exploring and stuff and they ran ahead and um, you can't really get lost because it really is just an island. So uh, it's a great place though. And kid, the kids loved it. Yeah, it's like a good adventure spot to go and have a little bit of some adventure it's not an adventure land but it's still an adventure spot and uh, you can find some cool spots at disney world um it's one of my favorite places to go because there's a spot where at least they used to have rocking chairs on it so you could sit and watch people across the way in, in rocking chairs it's a great like little rest spot as well as an adult but highly recommend it for children if you need some some time away from a lot of crowds so it tends not to be as busy as the rest of the park because there's no big ride attraction it is an attraction it's a walk through attraction rather than a a ride right so right yeah totally um again you have to take a raft back and forth so it's a little bit of wait to do that because they one goes one one goes the other way but it goes back and forth it's like you're going to an island in the old times because it's a little bit of a rafty raft um sometimes they have canoes also in the rivers america so you can do an attraction where you go canoeing we never understand why (laughs) no like, I went to Disneyland, and what did you do? Oh, I paddled around in a canoe. Like, why? Why? I mean, I get it if that's what you... Like, if you're, like... If, let's say, that was your agenda. You're like, I am, like, a canoe person. I'm going to go on a trip. We're going to do some canoeing. But you're going to Disneyland or Disney World. Like, why do you feel the need to canoe? Anyways, it's fine. You, you do you. If you want to go canoeing, it's an option. It truly is. Again, not an option for our family. We've never done it. But again, maybe it's our location. Maybe if you've only lived in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, that's true. You might want to go canoeing. We live in places where we canoe. Like, that's... That's not like a novelty. So maybe that's what it is. The novelty. It's not novelty like for us, really. So. Yeah. But you could if you really want to. Canoe away. 
all the power to you is what we're gonna say <laughs> that's right it's not ours <laughs> well we enjoy the other parts of Frontierland uh, way more than that anything else we're missing about the Frontierland experience I don't think so I think that's that's it we covered the big things yeah from Disneyland it is an, an entrance off the hub and spoke as well um, is Frontierland there? So it's kind of like, it looks like a, an old Western fort, kind of. At Magic Kingdom Disney World, it does not look like a fort. It's more like a Western town. Um, and it's not off the hub and spoke because they have uh, Liberty Square, which the more I think about it, it's like, it's their version of having a special square like New Orleans Square. And it has the same kind of nuances about it that makes it special and i like liberty square a lot i did too i really liked it i liked um like the colonial style buildings um i guess we'll just jump into liberty square um (laughs) right we're talking about it so here we go um they have like porches and like some of some places have rocking chairs i remember rocking chairs i thought that was really cool um they have lots of like um like banners hanging with of course red white and blue banners because it's liberty square hello um but i really liked it i was like this is what i've always wanted to i have never been but i've always wanted to go to like the east coast of the u.s because i've always wanted to go to like boston and see and like see all of that area and i've never done it before but i just whenever i'm there i'm like oh yeah that's right i want to do that so I just really, the whole feel of Liberty Square is really cool. So I have a whole list of fun facts for Liberty Square, but I'll start with like the smallest one. Um, Kind of falls into Frontierland as well as Liberty Square with Disneyland because they both kind of fit the same way here. You will not find a washroom in Frontierland or Liberty Square. Purpose being because Disney are into details those periods didn't have washrooms. So on they're, uh, they're all in Adventureland or on the other side of Liberty Square in Disney World in Fantasyland. So there's actually not a like a big bathroom in that area on purpose. So there's like cut throughs that you can go and find one, but they're not really in there. They're just kind of beside. On purpose, because they did not have washrooms. Which leads me to my other lovely thing we talked about. We love talking about the ground and how the ground changes depending on which one. So in Liberty Square, um, if you, some people might notice, some people might not. There is, uh, it's red kind of ground, except there is brown running down the center of it. Kind of goes with that theme of not having a bathroom. What did they do with their waste in those pine berries, but they threw it in the middle of the street. So that is what that brown represents in the floor as well. Favorite thing about Liberty Square, besides the replica of the Liberty Bell, which is really cool that's there, is the giant tree. So in the middle of the square, you'll kind of see it from everywhere. There's a giant tree and it has 13 lanterns on it, standing for the 13 original colonies in the United States. And they're all hanging lanterns. They're also It's also the symbol of the horticulture department at Disney World as well. So it's kind of a really cool 
uh, tree there, and I won't spoil it why, but you'd have to go and see it to, to see how cool it is. I think that's all my big trivia about Liberty Square as well, but it's very colonial. The restaurant that's kind of in that area there, there's a quick, there's a quick service that does um, fish and chips, fried shrimp and chips, that type of East Coaster, and you think of colonial seafood type flair. And then they have like a market that will have apples and fresh fruits and vegetables kind of in that area as well. And pickles. They make the best pickles. They have like barrels of pickles that you can get from them. Um, when in Liberty... Sorry, she's going to dream about pickles now for a second. In Liberty Square, the one of the main attractions is not a ride. It is the Hall of Presidents in which you can go and listen to presidents in real life. Every president. They have an animatronic of every president. Yes. And they add one every time there's a new president. So yes, you will see Donald Trump, whether you want to or not. You'll also get to see Barack Obama. So... It's worth it. I recommend it. Again. Yeah. So good. If you're not into rah-rah America. It's not something that I go see every time I go. I think I can count on, like I can count on one hand when I lived there, how many times I actually went to see it. Um, but if not, it's also a great air conditioning 20 minute show. It's relaxing. You're in really comfy chairs. The animatronics are amazing for each president. We didn't talk about this in Disneyland, um, but you can, they do have, one president in Disneyland that you can go see on Main Street. Guess which one it is. As a matter of fact, it is Abraham Lincoln. So we didn't talk about that, but that is off Main Street in Disneyland. Um, the animatronics for that, it was obviously done before the Hall of Presidents. So when it opened, it was like this huge deal for animatronics because just because you have to go see it i'm not going to tell you the reason you can just look it up um but it was a big deal uh when it opened so everyone was talking about it and for a while it was probably one of the most exciting things in disneyland if you can imagine because now it's not but back then it was really cool so (laughs) but what i'm saying is the animatronics that they do for the Hall of Presidents is they're really good. So I feel like you should go see it once. If you never want to go see it again, fine. But I feel like you should go see it once, even if you're not American. I feel like it's worth it. Because I feel like we all know, even if you're not American, we, especially in Canada, we're so influenced by the Americans anyways, and we know all of the presidents. So it's it just it is what it is. All the important presidents. I cannot name all the presidents not do that either but um it was great moments with mr lincoln is what it is called on main street in yeah sorry i forgot the name that's okay totally forgot the name um so you can go and see that as well as the hall of presidents which closes every time that there's a new president for refurbishment shocking now they have to put in install the new president it's closed right now actually so you can't see it right now because they are making biden Hence, they're closed every time they have to move a new president. I I looked today. I was like, oh, I wonder if it's closed. It is. (laughs) Yeah. Two kind of fun facts about it. It is the only place outside the Oval Office 
that has the seal in the carpet. Um, so you're looking at that seal. It literally is roped off. You can't walk on it like you can in the Oval Office. Sorry. It's like, do not touchy. But it's there. You can go and see it at least. And then it also has, um, in the waiting area, it also has a lot of memorabilia and stuff from the president. Memorable paraphernalia. So actual stuff that these presidents had. So they're not making it up. If they say it was Donald Trump's pen, I don't know why you'd want that. It's Donald Trump's pen. So I can't remember all which is in there. It's been a while. But there's stuff in there. You can look at it. Yeah, there's lots. Yeah. It's like a museum of presidential paraphernalia. <laughs> yes. Doohickeys and what's-its. Galore. You want thingamabobs? I've got 20. Store-wise, it they have some stores. Um, it's the only place that you can find a Christmas store at Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom. There's a Christmas store there that I love to go into every time. It's tiny and small, but it's really cute. And then there's other... Uh, this is where they do some things like Victorian uh, silhouettes. Thank you. Busts. Silhouettes. Silhouettes. All I could think of was stilettos. That's not the word I was looking for. Victorian stilettos. That's totally a different thing. Uh, silhouettes. And then parasols. You can find parasols there. Things that you would find in New Orleans Square kind of found their way into Liberty Square because they kind of fit in there as well. They do have... This is also... In Disney World, where they have the Haunted Mansion store. So if you're looking for the equivalent in Disney World to what we had in Disneyland, this is where you find it. Because Liberty Square is also where the Haunted Mansion is in Disney World. Yes. And oh, the other thing I was going to mention. Sorry. my One of my favorite restaurants, sit-down restaurants at Magic Kingdom. We're talking about food as an in Liberty Square, which is called the Liberty Tree Tavern. So it's family style, but it's like ham and potatoes. So it's like basic. So if you're looking for something that's like my child doesn't like to eat some weird food, but wants some basic Sunday night roast, that's the place to go. There you go. It's the other thing I love about Liberty Square. And then the because we're talking haunted mansion store it means that the haunted mansion the theme of it it fits into liberty square as well so we said disneyland the theme of the haunted mansion fit in with new orleans in disney magic kingdom it fits into liberty square so totally different buildings look totally different between the two but it's the same on the inside Different on the outside, same on the inside. It really is. There are slight differences, but it's this. It's the same story. It's the same. You ride in a doom buggy. There's 999 ghosts. They're always looking for one more. That is true. And beware of hitchhiking ghosts. You might bring one home. Yeah. I find that Disneyland's Haunted Mansion looks more unassuming or scary like less scary like it just looks like a house where i find disney world's magic kingdoms haunted mansion a little bit more gothic so it looks a little bit more ominous but not like super scary on the outside no it doesn't look like quote unquote like a haunted house it doesn't look like that but it doesn't 
I just find it looks a little bit more like ominous. Foreboding. Foreboding, exactly. That's the good word to use. Oh, man. I've ridden the Haunted Mansion way too many times is what all of these words mean. Foreboding. As I mentioned last time, the line, the queue in Disney World has way more interactive things in it. And it's super fun if they open them back up after all of our COVID times. Play. It's fun. I wanted to play more, but there was no lineup. And so then everyone was like, keep going. And I was like, but no, I'm playing with whatever thing I was playing. You can, if there's no line, you can take as long as you want. I've done it. It's more fun. You let people buy. It's okay. You can play. Or go when it's busier and just play longer. Um, it's a lot of fun, yes. To That lineup is an interactive queue. They've kind of started, hopefully, continue to that trend of adding them in certain places. Disney World is a lot of fun. It was the first interactive queue. It opened when... Yeah, and then they continued some more in Disney World that are fun as well. It was one of the things that I loved about Disney World, actually, is the interactive queues. Because Disneyland doesn't have a lot of them, just because so much of Disney was built before they thought of adding those fun things in. So. And there's just not room to do that now. Exactly. So, they kind of so I'm not a lot, a lot less feeling of cattle penning, more fun times in. And that brings us to the end of our Frontierland and Liberty Square. Um, I think next week we'll probably talk about Fantasyland, and we might we might need to split that into two. We'll see. Um, F- Fantasyland has a lot of stuff in it, but it's so much fun. Oh, it's one of my favorite parts of the park, and I'm I'd grown up. It's also the park of the part we usually go to first. I said usually we go left, but you know, we we did ask the kids, the family, the question the other day about. Um, if you go to any ride first with no line, what would you be? And the first ride you want to want to ride. And uh, Emma said Peter Pan because that's what we always do first. We do well, it, especially. I wouldn't say we always do it first because if we're going, if we arrive later on in the day, there's already a huge lineup for Peter Pan, which we'll talk about next week. Um. But if we are going first thing in the morning, especially if we go like on a magic morning, um, which means you get in an hour earlier before other people, we will definitely do that ride first. And Fantasyland, all of it. So I see where she's coming from. It's really dependent on the day. And the moment and the mood. And last time, and also Galaxy's Edge being open and um, Rise of the Resistance and needing to get a boarding group changed our the way we did Disney last time a little bit. It changed our patterns. We had to adapt like everyone else. Adapt and change. Adapt and change, right? So, That's right. There you go. So join us next week for Fantasyland. In the meantime, Disney, Disney news. news. So the big news that I was kind of excited to hear about is one of my favorite Fantasyland attractions at Magic Kingdom and Disneyland... Nah. Disney California Adventure Attractions, which is Disney Fill Her Magic, is adding uh, some Pixar magic to it. So it's adding Coco uh, excerpts from Coco to it. So if you don't know what it means, I'm not going to spoil much. It's just a three, four, a 3D, 4D cinema experience where 
um, it's just a lot of fun um, where Donald goes down a rabbit hole of musical enlightenment because that's what a filler magic is. And so they're adding Coco. He gets into some trouble because he's Donald Duck. So, you know. But it just is is a great time. If you like Disney music, it's a must-see every time I go. At least once. If it's if we don't, then I'm sad slightly because it's a good time. Um, I think it's my biggest Disney. It's not a lot. No, I mean all the parks are now open, so people are going. Um Fireworks are back, which is exciting. They're planning big fireworks for the coming fiftieth at Magic Kingdom, so new fireworks displays. I think I talked on this last time, but I'm super excited about the 50th of Magic Kingdom, so I think you're going to do good. Um, I also remembered where someone was reminding me that it's also going to be 100 years of Disney um, next year as well, which is like Disney in general. A year of celebrations. I think there'll be a lot. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So, a lot of stuff coming on, on the Disney horizon. Yeah. That's my Disney news. Besides, I watched Luca. So if you haven't watched it on Disney Plus, uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Uh, We haven't watched it yet, but Emma has watched it and she loved it. So I asked her if I would cry and she said yes. Then I said I cry in every Pixar movie. So this would be surprising if there was a Pixar movie that I didn't cry in. It's what happens in life. We get used to it. Uh, So if you haven't already... Please follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook at Buena Vista and Main Street. Um, You can find our podcast on any place that you get your podcasts from. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, if you want to leave us a review, that would be awesome. Uh, You don't have to, but if you'd like to, that would be great. Uh, Otherwise, um, let us know. If you want us to cover something or if you have a question about something we've talked about and you want more information, um, people are starting to plan trips now. So literally, if you have questions and you're thinking about planning a Disney trip and you're like, I have so many questions, hit us up. We um, answer everyone's questions about Disney all the time. So um, we've been lots. We have lots of tips and tricks for you. So Hit us up, send us a message. And if you want to tell us what ride you'd go on first, if you can have no line bump and you could go on whatever ride you want to first thing, let us know what that would be. Obviously, we know what Amanda's would be um, because it's always going to be pirates, as we know. But if you want to let us know what yours would be, it's kind of a one in a million type dreamer question we like to ask. Feel free to interact. Let us know what's going on in your life. Yes, and thanks for joining us on this episode. Yes, thanks for listening. So gather all your personal belongings and please exit to the left and have a magical day. Bye.